something that I always think about is like our phones and all of this media that everyone's spewing out all the time. It's always going to be there or at least social media and the internet is not going anywhere for a long, long time. Um, but those real life interactions and real life experiences, those are the things that can pass you by if you're not paying attention. Hey everyone, it's Ariel. Welcome or welcome back to my channel and welcome to episode two of The Real Ones Pod. Today, it's a pretty heavy topic, um, but also a very interesting one and one that I've been thinking about a lot lately. So of course, I had to talk about it on the podcast. Um, the topic is whether or not we can really connect through social media and the internet as a whole. I feel like as someone who works on the internet and like the internet is my job it's especially like relevant and important to me to be aware of these things and like just aware of how the thing works <laughs> that I'm using if that makes sense so I did a little bit of research this morning to really like complete this episode because I always want to have like some facts to go along with just my thoughts because I don't know everything I don't know I really don't know anything let's be honest but um but yeah, so I have a bunch of notes on my phone. We are going to talk about all different kinds of angles on this, but the main topic is can we really connect through social media? Um, so yeah, let's just get right into it. And of course, if you do enjoy the video, uh, I always do these long pauses and I'm like, why did I just stop talking there? Like, it's so annoying. This is supposed to be a podcast where I can just like talk and like not have to cut it up a whole bunch, but I always like, I, I don't know. I just like, start second guessing myself and I'm like wait did that make sense anyway if you do enjoy the video please make sure to hit the like button subscribe if you're not already but that said let's just get right into this so the first thing I want to start with is a quote when I read this I literally said out loud wow because I was like blew my mind <laughs> this is crazy but this quote is by psychology today and it says, social media capitalizes on isolation by separating us from friends, then making us want to check on what those friends are doing. Um, I just feel like everyone would be able to relate with this. And like, it's kind of weird to think about because so many of us spend so much of our time online, whether it's like for work or just for entertainment, like I feel like everyone has some form of social media account or like there's something they're doing on social media or even just the internet in general. Um, and that does cause us to kind of withdraw from real life society in a way, um, especially over a long period of time. And so to think about it, like social media is supposed to bring people together and like help you maintain connections with people that you maybe you can't see all the time or people that you maybe never met. I said that weird. Um, but it's supposed to be like a connecting thing and a, a platform for you to be able to connect with people. But it kind of capitalizes on, like the quote is saying, it capitalizes on isolation because it's separating us from our friends and our family in real life. And then it's making us feel like, oh, we can just connect with them on Instagram or Facebook or whatever else social media you use. But that can't be good, you know? And I think more and more people in today's world are choosing to engage in social media 
rather than engage in real life activities and also like maintaining real life connections. And part of that, again, is because more and more people are working from home. So you are already just kind of isolated and in your own space, whether or not you live with people or not, but you are kind of in your own space when you work from home and when you're not like going out for work or whatever. And then along with that, there is this element of like, well, I can just catch up with people on social media because that's what it's supposed to be for or it's what it was kind of, that's what it started as, I feel like, um, the idea behind it. But until all the crazy people got behind it, and <laughs> it started to become about money and marketing and all that stuff. But anyway, yeah, it's just kind of interesting to think about it. Like, I think, I think that everybody watching this can probably relate to that feeling of like, being able to connect with somebody and like maintain a relationship with them through the screen, even though it's like, is that really the same thing? You know, like, can we really connect with people like that? All right, you guys, I'm taking a quick pause in this episode to talk about 100% pure for a moment. You guys, they are a clean beauty brand, an actual clean beauty brand. I feel like some brands say they're clean, but then you look at their ingredients and you're like, why is there phenox and i don't know i I don't know any of the ingredients but some brands really do say they're natural and clean and then they have all these dirty not so natural ingredients in there but not 100 pure literally like their name they focus on making products with natural real and pure ingredients never anything toxic or harsh their products are naturally pigmented so they use pigments from fruit vegetables tea and cocoa all natural stuff which i think is really cool like the fact that the the pigments in their products are naturally pigmented. That's kind of crazy. They also are cruelty-free. They never test on any animals and they also never source any of their products from animals. They offer a huge range of hair, beauty, and makeup products. I personally love their ultra lengthening mascara. I have that one in, I think, the color black tea and it's beautiful. I love it. And it's actually natural, which is hard to find. So definitely go and check out 100% Pure. I will leave the link to shop 100% Pure at the top of the description so make sure you check that out now let's get back to the video so i do want to get into like the actual research that i found but one more thing i want to mention is that i think the covid19 pandemic did really play a big part in this because before that um people were like out they were working they were doing stuff you know things weren't being canceled and postponed and all of that um a lot of people were forced to stay at home and work from home they can no longer like go into their job and it just made that style of living a lot more widespread a lot of people work from home now and they are isolated from people i think covid really did play a big part in that just us being um, away from people away from like so normal social activities and events and so i think that really did affect our society in a negative way and i think a lot of people are struggling now like mentally and emotionally because of that which is kind of crazy to think about but um i think we just as a whole society we really like leaned into the internet fully um because we can do so many things with it we can work through the internet we can get entertainment through the internet we can connect and socialize with people through the internet so um so i think everybody can relate to that in some way and it has unfortunately cause a lot of these issues to be brought up like these lack of connections and kind of like loneliness I feel like that's gone up a lot and like depression like a lot of mental health issues have 
increased, spiked. So lots of negative things were caused, I think, by COVID that were maybe there before, but they got exacerbated, you know? Um, so now let's get into the actual research. The first study I want to share with you guys is this one called Internet Paradox. This is by a website. It's just on PubMed. Not sure, but it's a government website, I think. So it, it's a legit study. So they say they used lawn longitudinal data which basically just means over a long period of time to examine the effects of the internet on social involvement and psychological well-being in this sample the internet was used exclusively for communication so they're looking specifically at communication and how how communicating through the internet plays an effect on social involvement and psychological well-being these are always worded so like smart and i'm like let me break this down to like what I would understand. So anyway, um, greater use of the internet was associated with declines in participants' communication with family members in the household, declines in the size of their social circle, and increases in their depression and loneliness. When I read this, I was like, yes, I can relate to this. Like I've been that person a hundred percent. And it's really not a good feeling. Like I don't want to be that person that's like, messaging someone on a social media app when I have a real life person in my space that I'm not connecting with like why would I rather why would I rather socialize with somebody through the internet which is it is real you are really talking to someone but it's not the same as if you talk to the person that you are physically with um and so this study proves it that they found, I'm kind of summing this up, but I will leave all the links to these studies in the description box if you guys want to like actually read them for yourselves and read them in more detail. Um, but they found that greater use of the internet was associated with declines and all those things. So communicating with other people in your household um, increases in depression and loneliness. So that's kind of crazy to think about. And then I also wanted to share this quote that was found in the same article. Researchers and social critics are debating whether the internet is improving or harming participation in community life and social relationships. So there is a lot of like controversy around whether or not the internet is good or bad. And I think it's kind of both. There are good things about the internet. I mean, being able to connect with people that we would never be able to connect with, for example, right now, this YouTube video. Um, but there's also all of these negative effects, especially with social media in particular, because a lot of that uses our own psychology against us in a lot of ways and like the algorithms and all this stuff it finds out things about us and then like uses it to advertise things to us and promote things and it's it's kind of crazy how all of that works I don't want to get too much into that but like we all kind of know that that's how it works um so it's like there are good things about the internet and social media even but there is this other like dark side of like lack of connection and lack of communication and this like negative weird thing that makes you actually isolate further even though it's supposed to bring people together like it's this weird thing and then I also wondered is it just young people though because I think that is talked about a lot especially with social media and like there was a whole thing with Facebook how their platforms were specifically having negative impacts on young girls and like teens um so I'm like is it is it more so for young people? Are, are older people safe? Like what, where's the end age maybe, you know? And then I found this study, which is internet use and depression among 
among retired older adults in the United States. So they analyzed data from 2002 to 2008. And this is from the Health and Retirement Survey. Um, they analyzed the effect on depression of internet use, specifically among retired old adults in the United States. They did a few different methods, but across all of the methods, they found a positive contribution between internet use to mental well-being of retired old adults. And they found that internet use reduced the probability of a depression state by one-third. So the internet reduced a depression state for these older retired people in the United States. I was like, what? So it, has, it actually has a positive effect on older people in this study. But for younger people, it seems to be detrimental so maybe it's just how you use the internet because this is just saying this is kind of summarizing internet use as a whole um but yeah they go on to say encouraging older adults to use the internet may help decrease isolation and depression that sounds crazy after all the things i just said but there you have it i mean that there was actually a positive link between depression and wait i'm gonna read this part again Internet use reduced the probability of a depression state by one third. So 33% of the people in this study had actually, wait, you know what? Let's not get smart with it. It, de it decreased it by one third. That is crazy. So very interesting to see the contrast because I don't have any studies of like what it does for young people and like teens. Um, you can look that up if you want. And I'll also leave some links that you can check out below as well if you want to check that out. But um, I feel like it's just kind of well known, like social media is bad for young people. But to read that study that it's actually, there's actually positive benefits for older retired adults, potentially, based on this study. Um, it's just crazy that there can be such a difference depending on how you use the internet, I guess. So I guess where that leaves us is what does it do for just the general adults? Like people, I don't know, 25 to 55, is that fair? Um, just general adults. And I found this study that is kind of just generalizing adults and it's based on smartphone use and the enjoyment of face-to-face -face social interactions because this study is saying that using your phone undermines the enjoyment of face-to-face -face interaction so like when you're with somebody in person face-to-face -face, and you are on your phone you're more likely to find that interaction less enjoyable because you're actually just distracted so let me read from the actual study we recruited over 300 community members and students to share a meal at a restaurant with friends or family participants were randomly assigned to keep their phones on the table or to put them put them away during the meal when phones were present versus absent Participants felt more distracted, which reduced how much they enjoyed spending time with their friends and family. So that's kind of crazy to think about, too, because that means that even though you are physically spending time with someone and interacting face to face, which is like the most beneficial form of social interaction, like comparing it to social media. But if you have your phone on the table and that distraction is there, you are less likely to actually have enjoyed your time with your family or friends because you were distracted by your phone. But if your phone wasn't there, then you could really get into the moment and really get into the conversations maybe and have an actual enjoyable time. But the fact that the phone is between that is just, I mean, it's sad. 
It really is. I think the craziest thing about it is that then it's just feeding into that like phone and internet addiction even more because even when you're out with someone, physically interacting with someone and socializing, which should be good for you, you're still enjoying that kind of like artificial interaction more because it's just too tempting like what is it and the thing is we all know we all know how bad our phones are for us and how bad social media is for us and how many negative psychological effects it has and how bad it is for our well-being I mean everyone talks about it it's not like it's a secret you know but we still do it and we still are so addicted to our phones and we have to have them with us all the time no matter where we go like it's crazy so I gotta be honest with you guys I got pretty sad reading some of these studies and I was like this is enough studying because the thing is it's never gonna end I feel like it's it's only gonna get worse it's only our phones and the internet and social media is only gonna get more and more complex and it's gonna we're just gonna get so used to I mean if we're not already so used to having everything on this device and feeling like we don't need real life social interaction or that what's on our phones is more interesting or more enjoyable which is crazy to me than physically interacting with someone like the fact that that's just going to keep going and getting worse and worse it makes me really sad um but there is a positive side to this so let me try to end this on a more positive note (laughs) um i'm hopeful that we can all just be a little bit more mindful about how we're spending our time especially on the internet and when we are spending time on social media we I think should monitor it a little bit more closely because we can all relate to this you open up your phone you open up TikTok TikTok is specifically bad for this because they make you want to just keep scrolling scrolling and like keep going back but um you open up your app you're like I'm just gonna go on here for five minutes and all of a sudden 35 minutes passes and you're like I just did nothing but if we were just more intentional with how we were spending our time on the apps and knowing when we open them up that these are addictive and there's specific algorithms that work with our own psychology and learn things about us and are able to like target us in certain ways that we don't even maybe realize at the time but if we're just a little bit more mindful and more intentional with what we're doing when we pick these up I think we could get to a a better place. And I think that instead of always reaching for our phones when we're bored, like it's such an easy thing. Just like open your phone, see what everyone else is doing. But instead of doing that, we should really try more to like read a book or like do a hobby, like learn something new, do something you enjoy, do a spa day, like do something physically that you enjoy or use your phone as an actual phone and like call someone that you care about or FaceTime them or, you know, like just engage in a more, not even social, but like just a more present activity. Instead of just scrolling on social media, like just completely wasting your time and your life, we can, there's just better things we can do. Like there's so many things to do in this world. It's crazy. We would never have enough time to try them all. Um, but we should try. We should try to really engage in real life things and actually enjoy and actually be present without the phone. So um, can we really connect through social media? I think we can. 
I think that when we see something funny or relatable, it really does like hit you in a certain way. Um, and it does feel like a real connection. Not that like you have a relationship with that person that made whatever funny video or relatable video, but it does kind of like, um, there's just something to a relatable video that makes you feel something. So there's definitely ways that we can connect through social media, but I think we just have to be really intentional with how we're doing that and what our goal is when we open up our phone and open up social media and scroll. Like, what is it that we're trying to do or trying to connect with, you know? But if we're connecting with somebody that we know in person that we are just trying to maintain a connection with, that's different. So I think it's all about what you're putting into it and what your goal is right when you like pick this thing up. So yeah, I think the the moral of the story is just to be mindful of how you are using the internet. And even if you use the internet for work, I do as well. You can still be mindful of like, you know, those little times when you're like, I just have a little break. I'm just going to check out social media. Even during like a work day and all of a sudden you just wasted like 15 minutes and you're like, what in the world? So just being mindful of what you're doing with the internet, how you're using it. And not letting it like, not letting those little algorithms like get into your brain and make you feel like you're doing something productive, but you're really not. You're just wasting time. Um, But this is not supposed to be like a (laughs) how productive are you um, lecture. Um, I just think we could all be more mindful about how we're spending our time on the internet, on all these social media apps, and try to like actually engage in the real world because that's what life is. Life is not meant to be lived in a phone. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm going to end the video here. I think I got all of my points across and all of the information that I wanted to share with you guys. I feel like I could do another video that's like more about the algorithms they use and like how it actually works with our psychology and like more of the like details behind that. Um, So definitely let me know if you guys want to see that, if that would be interesting for you. I do hope you enjoyed this video. I hope I didn't make you depressed because I was like reading some of the stuff and I'm like, oh, but um. I just want to bring awareness to these types of things because I think sometimes you really just don't even think about the things you're doing or like why you're doing the things you're doing. And it just awareness is so important and I want everyone to have the best experience that they can and not just be like depressed and not know why or be lonely and not know why. Maybe it's one of these things that we talked about today. So yeah, hopefully you found it interesting. Um, hopefully you enjoyed it if you did please make sure to give the video a thumbs up comment down below let me know your thoughts i always love engaging with you guys in the comments so leave me a comment let me know what you're thinking um and make sure you subscribe if you're not already again new podcast episodes come out every second sunday so subscribe for that hit the notification bell and i'll see you guys in the next one thanks for watching bye